0: podcast with me Carly. hope you are all well witches. When I said on the last podcast episode I will catch up with you on Monday with our main episode, I swear the universe or the gods were laughing heartily at me because here we are on Friday with our mini episode. I'm recording this episode Only being able to hear out of one ear after having an issue with my ears, I was in absolute agony, like beyond belief. Reluctantly took myself to the doctors. I know it's silly. I just never like to make a fuss. If you think you need to go to the doctors, please go. Don't do what I did. And the doctor looked in one of my ears and said it was beautiful, his actual words. I felt so proud of my lug holes. And he looked in the other one and was like, "Mm, ah. (laughs) Fortunately, he was an ex-ENT doctor. And he said that the pain I was having in my ear is considered as up there with the pain of child labor, at first, I thought he was taking the mick because it was just a ear problem. So I asked him another two times if he was on a wind up, but he was flat out dead serious. So I felt less of a big baby for crying repeatedly. Then he gave me a lot of prescription drugs and painkillers. And not gonna lie, I was off my face for a couple of days, completely above board, probably the first time in my life. Um, and It was legal, courtesy of the NHS. I didn't enjoy it at all, I'm not going to lie. Being sober and then taking all of these different concoctions was an experience. But I did go from being in mad pain to not even being able to feel my face, let alone know what planet I was on. I'm off the painkillers now, thankfully. I can remember my name. I remembered that I have a podcast to get back to. So here we are. I'm so sorry for the missing episode Monday, but I will make it up and throw in an extra episode somewhere in between our new podcast schedule. So recently I realized it's been a long time since I did a moon ritual This used to be one of my go-to like main witchy practices. I liked being up on knowing what phase the moon was in and how it might affect me and those around me. Recently, I've been coming to new and full moons and being caught unawares I realized how much I used to manifest when I was working to the moon's pattern before, but also how much more connected I felt. I missed making my moon waters and all my little rituals. So last new moon, I went all out. I really enjoyed it. I felt so connected afterwards. I enjoyed being out under a starlit sky, speaking my intentions to the new moon. We started talking about the moon in the Patreon recently, understanding more about each moon phase and what we can do at each point, what to expect. So I thought, let's get back to basics with the moon. And I know what you're thinking, but Carly, I know all this stuff. However, let's add a little spice to it. Today, I'm going to be talking about the full moon. Hopefully, this will hit you in time for the last super moon coming up for next week. However, we have a lifetime of full moons to enjoy. So this episode is here for you whenever you need it. The moon has connotations for many religions and the word moon comes from the Greek word meaning measure. Measure. There are many Christian celebrations with a connection to the moon on specific dates. The ancient Egyptians discovered that although the moon shape shifted with precision regularly, it did not provide an accurate measure of the seasons and there was a miscalculation by several days. The regularity of the moon's ability to shape shift was a way for ancient civilizations to be able to keep time, and the cycles of the moon were the basis of the earliest calendars. Farmers needed to know when to plant and to harvest. Merchants needed to know when to expect to have crops for sale. It was also necessary to have an accurate gauge of the season to be prepared for the annual flooding of the River Nile, none of which could take place without an accurate measure of time. The next calendar designed by the Egyptians was based on solar cycles, which gave them a more accurate measure of time. There was an early awareness of the moon's connection to the oceans of the world and the cycles of nature. The moon affects the creatures of the sea, many of which mate and spawn during particular cycles of the tides. Some fish are easier to catch during the full moon. Birds and animals are all affected during the phase of the full moon. Animals are more active at this time. Ancient civilizations used the moon to predict weather patterns, and it was likely that this was thought to be magic. It is known today that tornadoes and hurricanes tend to occur during the phases of the new and the full moon more than at any other time. And there is a tendency for more rainfall during the first quarter of the waning moon. The human pregnancy gestation period is calculated by lunar cycles. And then we have moon folklore. There is the legend of the moon maiden who collects the wishes and dreams of all living creatures on earth. They are then dropped into a goblet and swirled together before they are sprinkled back on earth and become dew. The goddess Frigg is said to live on the moon, spinning the lives of mankind, while the Chinese goddess, Chiang O stole the potion of immortality from her husband. She drank every drop and flew to the moon to escape, and she now lives there contentedly after being given refuge by the hare who resides on the moon. It's said that when building a wooden fence you want to last, it's said that you should lay the foundation and set the posts while the moon is waning. Then wait until the moon's horns point skyward and then you may then lay the lower rail. When the moon's horns point to earth, the fence can be completed and when building a fence in this way, it will be sturdy and last. That is so random. When the moon is waxing, hooks for fishing can be set. When the moon wanes, fish by the light of day. If you bow to the new moon, good luck will be yours. To assure an auspicious marriage, it is said that you should marry 24 to 48 hours after the full moon. And many a Scots apparently still believes that a wedding should take place when the moon is full, thus ensuring a long and happy marriage. The moon lunation takes around 29 and a half days, starting from a full moon and continuing until the next full moon. For centuries, civilizations bowed to the power of the moon. Crops were planted according to the moon's phases. There were many rituals celebrating the power of the moon. The moon is still recognised today as having particular powers that affect planting and growing, people's emotions and the seas, tides of the world. There is still intrigue regarding the moon and it holds such a fascination for most people. The moon, as we know, plays a very profound role when it comes to spellcasting. As we make magic, we should be aware that the subconscious mind is ruled by the moon. We can enhance the power of our spells by becoming acquainted with all the phases of the moon and how to apply them. By tapping into the energy of the moon, we can also be guided in our magic practice. Our lives can be transformed by working with the different energies of the moon. Before performing spells, it is always a good idea to meditate and help ourselves to reach an altered state of consciousness. If you believe in higher powers and higher energies, you will naturally respond to the waxing and waning of the moon's energies. When casting spells, you are working with the subconscious mind, the elements and with energy. The moon is accessed and its transformational powers utilised. Spells require you to ignite the magic that you will be invoking and then working with the universal life force you become as one with the energy flow of the unseen. If you are patient, waiting for the correct phase of the moon to make your magic will enhance the ultimate results of your spell casting. So the different full moon names are as follows. There are several other different names within other cultures and so on, but here are some of the main ones that I found. So January's full moon is wolf or old moon. February's full moon is snow or hunger moon. March's is crow crust, sap or worm moon. April is pink, grass, egg or fish moon. May is flower or milk moon. June is rose, strawberry or hot moon. July is thunder or buck moon. August is sturgeon, grain or green corn moon. September is harvest, barley, corn or fruit moon. October is hunters, dying or travel moon. November is frost or beaver moon. And December is cold or long night's moon. So if you're a sensitive person, there is a strong chance the moon affects you. If you suspect you might be particularly sensitive to the moon, you might want to figure out the current position of the moon with a quick internet search, or you might want to use an app. are several moon apps like Moon and Moonly, You can there check if it is a full, new, waning or waxing moon. You might want to record your current moods, emotions, behaviours. Just like keeping a food diary is an effective way to understand how certain foods affect your mind and body, a moon journal will offer you insight into how the moon affects you specifically. After a few months you might be able to pick out patterns. If you notice an abundance of mood changes, anxious or depressed feelings, and out of the norm reactions, behaviors around the full moon, you know that you are moon sensitive. Once you recognize your patterns and have greater insight into why you are behaving the way you are, you can regain power over your emotions and create space to be in greater control of your behaviors. Moon sensitivity can manifest as a low or anxious mood. Sometimes I feel like my chest is really tight on a full moon. I can feel overwhelmed, very emotional. If we can identify that it might be as a result of the moon, again we can regain some control instead of letting our emotions negatively affect us and those around us. We can nurture our sensitivity and give ourselves, if we can, some space to honor how we feel and just let our emotions be. Something that I really felt helped me was understanding that every day on, you know, all different times, the moon is in different astrological signs. Sometimes if that astrological sign is at complete odds with mine... I find it can be quite tough so you can check what sign the moon is in. Again you can do this by doing a simple online search just literally of what sign is the moon in today. So with your moon journal you might want to pull out a pen and paper, record how you're feeling Recognizing your patterns is the first step to understanding and embracing them for what they are. But again, the more experience you get with this, you'll just have such a better understanding of yourself and the moon and how it all affects you. So, getting started with the full moon in terms of rituals, what you might want to do on a full moon. I'm going to skirt over some of the basic things that you could do, which you are likely already very familiar with. I'm not going to like preach to the choir. So. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. If you're feeling up to it, that being the key phrase here, if you're feeling up to it, because of course the full moon can really send us out of whack. It can make you feel the opposite. You might feel really empowered. Gauge it accordingly as you get there. Don't worry if you want to give it a miss at any one. It's completely understandable. Listen to you and what you need. However, you could honor a full moon by attending to your sacred space, so perhaps giving your altar a good cleanup, getting your crystals and any altar tools out for that night under the full moon's light. I put my tarot cards out there, some of my oracle cards, I put them in a actual like tarot box that I've got. I do a bit of smoke cleansing of myself, my home, my altar with the windows open to let anything out that needs to go. I find that the moon phases help me do this as it's a bit of a marker for when to do it again. You might want to update your altar, maybe bring some fresh flowers to it, change things up a bit. You might want to work on some journal prompts, which we will delve into soon. You might want to make a forgiveness list. You might use this time to remove negative energies, negative people, low vibrational thoughts and behaviors from your life. And it is a very good time for shadow work. You might want to have yourself a full moon bath, maybe add some herbs to it that correlate your intentions. But again, I don't want to preach to the choir. You guys know what you are doing. You might want to make some moon water. Moon water made at a full moon is said to be good for lunar blessings, power, success, charging items and empowering spells. So the full moon is linked to the mother. The new or dark moon is said to be linked to the crone and the crescent moon is said to be linked to the maiden. The full moon is often associated with the goddesses Isis, Demeter, Rhiannon, Hestia, Gaia, Danu, Arianrods, Epona and Brigid. These are just a few. The full moon is said to be on day 13 to 15 within the cycle. And the full moon brings the promise of releasing something old. It is potent, powerful and reminds us of the intense power we all have as creators and manifestors. Has something been holding you back from being your truest, highest and best self? Are you ready to release any old stagnant energy that has been slowing you down so that you can reach your full potential? Intentions that you might want to focus on for a full moon are purification, gratitude, simply saying thanks, protection, banishing, cleansing, charging, healing, psychic abilities, decision making, guidance, divination, prosperity, romance and fertility. It's also a time for pulling the weeds, so shedding, releasing and transmuting, and this is a great time to reflect on if you've set any goals at the new moon. Letting go of anything that isn't serving you or preventing you from moving forward. You might want to release a fear of change, searching externally for answers and not within yourself negative energy, the belief that you are not good enough, comparing yourself to others, clinging on to things, letting go of the need for approval from others, maybe fear of criticism and judgment and old beliefs that no longer serve you. You might want to write a letter to the moon or simply just write down names of people, situations, low vibrational and hindering thoughts, maybe toxic ways of thinking. You might want to go out under the moonlit sky and speak to Mama Moon on what you are releasing. And then you could burn it in a fireproof bowl. You could use a huge saucepan. You might want to add some water in there just for safety's sake. I burn mine in a little cauldron that I've got but it's just the ritual itself that gets you out under that moonlit sky and connecting again with the moon. Once you've burned what you are releasing, you might want to speak the following full moon release prayer I found from the White Witch Parlor, or you might wish to create your own. She is the goddess of the night, intensifying our dreams and second sight. Like a mother's womb high in the sky, her loving energy inspires our dreams to fly. With an exhale release to let it all go, may fears become that which I no longer know. For this, I give thanks to the goddess moon and the healing glow I shall see again soon. If you are casting spells upon the full moon night, you may wish to use the following full moon incantation or create one of your own. Ancient mother, so full of mystery, I call upon your wisdom and power. I ask your blessing for my magical rites. I cast my incantations upon your sacred hour. Intertwine our energy. Lend me light. Oh, ancient mother, so full and bright. So, inner work might come through journaling. Again, this is a really good time to do shadow work. You're, of course, dealing with your subconscious mind. Here are some journal prompts that you might find useful for some inner reflection. What am I proud of accomplishing this past moon cycle? What about my life am I grateful for right now? What's one of my favourite memories since the last full moon or for this month? What obstacles and challenges have taught me recently? Even if I'm not where I ultimately want to be, in what ways am I exactly where I need to be in this moment? What have I manifested recently? What signs and synchronicities have shown up in my outer world? In what ways is spirit, my deities, ancestors or the universe speaking to me? What does my soul need? Where have I been playing it small? What beliefs do I need to let go of? What areas of my life feel out of alignment? And where do I need a new perspective? You might want to work on a tarot or oracle spread. You could use a free card spread. This is just a really simple one. So card one, illumination. What can no longer be hidden? Card two, what can I let go of? Card free, what is getting ready to emerge? So, this is just a little reminder if you are feeling alone in your craft, my fellow witch. Every full moon, you have a coven. Every full moon, witches gather beneath the moonlight. They dance wild amidst the oak trees. They whisper charms on the balconies of their 13th floor apartment. They light candles and bonfires. They laugh and weep, raise up power and bury the dead. They reach out to the universe with a heart full of stars and a belly full of determination. Every full moon, the witches gather to keep each other company, care for each other, love one another. The path of magic can be a lonely one, even if it may be filled with gods and ancestors. Whether or not you've ever danced with a hundred witches or have only ever cast spells by yourself in the corner of your room, it doesn't matter. You've always had access to the coven of a thousand witches drawn to the moon, drawing down the moon, becoming more and more lunar with each passing cycle. Every full moon the witches gather and call out for their kin seeking the stars in your hearts when we reach for the universe we're reaching for you beloved every full moon you have a coven and we love you wildly and fiercely our magic is your magic your magic is ours so beloved when the moon is full gather in some sacred place be it city or field cupboard under the stairs or college dorm And reach out your arms with your heart arched towards the night sky. We are reaching back for you and we see you and we adore every single starry atom of your being. Blessed be. It is, of course, wonderful being a solitary witch. But if you might like to celebrate the next full moon and potentially future ones, you might want to join me over on the White Witch Coven on Patreon. We have a full moon coven get together on Thursday, August 11th at 8 pm UK time, which is not only celebrating the full moon looking in depth at this specific full moon and its themes, as well as a group full moon meditation. But we are also acknowledging celebrating the White Witch Coven being one year old. I'll put links in the show notes if you want to sign up. You'll be able to find the Grimoire pages for this episode on there too. I've just also released a Patreon podcast episode, which goes in serious depth in regards to hedge riding, if you are interested in that. It's just £6 a month, you get billed on the first of each month, you can cancel at any time. You get a monthly meditation, Patreon podcast episode, folklore retelling, hedge-rich studies of free herbs. The Literary Witches' Coven, our book club, we are currently reading The Wheel, written by Jennifer Lane. You should be able to see a picture on this podcast episode, depending on what host you're listening on. We have a monthly coven get-together, our fabulous online witchy community. There are some wonderful witches in there, well, they're all wonderful, and there's lots of them. There is, of course, tons of content on Patreon after a year for you to get into. Anyway, let me finish up today with a little moon poem. If you could use this reminder. And just like the moon, you shall go through phases of light, of dark, and of everything in between. And though you may not always appear with the same brightness, You are always, always whole. That's all I have for you today, witches. Have a wonderful weekend. I will catch up with you next week. If I'm not here, you know something's gone wrong, but I will catch up with you on Monday. Sending you all the witchy love.